Curiosity is a production of WDET in Detroit. Visit us at WDET.org slash curious. This is Curiosity, where WDET finds the answers to your questions about everything Detroit. Here we go. Let's get to the bottom of this question. The mysterious Waterworks Park, just wondering what it was for. Is it functional now? Was it actually a park? That's Barb Williams. Her question is about Detroit's Waterworks Park, located on East Jefferson, just east of Belle Isle. To find the answer, I talked to Dan Austin. He runs historicdetroit.org and works for the Detroit Free Press. So Waterworks Park started uh, in the 1800s. Very few cities in the United States had waterworks systems. The city waterworks bought some land over on East Jefferson near what is now Cadillac Boulevard which is where the you know, Waterworks Park still remain. And for the next hundred years or so, that's where the city's water's been pumped to households throughout Detroit. But what's most interesting about this plant is that it offered so much more than water. There were 110 acres of green space with uh, swimming pools and picnic areas and playground equipment, and you could take rowboats through these canals, and it was a real leisurely spot, much like you know, Belle Isle was. And more than that, the park had some serious landmarks, things that became tourist attractions all their own. You first kind of walked into the park, you would pass through the Hurlbut Gate, which still stands. Wait a minute, Hurlbut? Chauncey Hurlbut. Chauncey was a longtime president of the Board of Water Commissioners. Um, he was a grocer, which is how he made his money, but his real love was Waterworks Park. And when he died in 1885, he left his estate to the beautification of Waterworks Park, and, and part of that was to build this massive Hulbert Memorial Gate. Which leads to the park's next big attraction. As you'd walk down the drive, uh, you would come across a clock that was made entirely out of plants, and it was powered off of water pressure because it was Waterworks Park. And then there was the tower, the biggest draw of all, literally. It was a giant tower, 124 feet in the air. It looked kind of like a, like a minaret. It doubled as an observation tower. It was pretty much the tallest thing in town. The tower operated as the world's prettiest pressure equalizer until 1895, which is around the time technology rendered it obsolete. However, it still remained an iconic symbol of Detroit until it was brought down around 1945, after the Buildings and Safety Engineering Department determined it was unsafe and too expensive to repair. But how did it get so run down? Two words, national security. During the First and Second World War, uh, Detroit was the arsenal of democracy. We were certainly a major target for attack from our enemies. So over fear that someone might you know, go into the park and poison the water supply, let's say, uh, the park was closed. And over time, people forgot about Waterworks Park. And there was some public outcry in the early 60s, so a small part of the park was reopened. But after the tower was torn down and the lagoons were filled in, it just wasn't the place it used to be. You know, one by one, all of these things that, that drew people to Waterworks Park were kind of taken away. And eventually the park was taken away. It's kind of become another piece of Detroit's forgotten past. And if it weren't for that Herbert Memorial Gate, I mean, people would be zipping by Jefferson you know, without any indication that there was ever a park there. So, Barb, did that answer your question? Oh, yeah. 
That's just fascinating. I had no idea um, of the history, and I appreciate your research. If you have a question about Detroit that's been bugging you, ask WDET and we'll chase down the answer. Ask away at WDET.org slash curious.